Unexpected. Unexpected, right. indeed. That was very good. That was like the Axl Rose deal you just did there. Like. Axl Rose. <laughs> All right, hold on just a second here. This is that was fun. That was uh, quite the warm up there, folks. You know, you and, gotta loosen, uh, loosen up your energy a little bit. This loosen up important. your energy, huh? You're like yeah. one with the universe there, the way you were moving. I'll take it. Though I, I generally try to look like an idiot. I mean, I don't try. So to. do I. But I'm, I'm not open to it. I'm open to it. I'm not afraid of it. Uh, anyway. Let's just be wild. What the and hell free. is that? Long clip. Oh, uh, baby. Oh, my bad. Uh, <laughs> hold on. There's another one. Uh, uh, stand wow. by. Uh, my bad, Randy. Randy. So you okay. do that with every uh, all your students. You have the. Uh, I just I I was doing it with a lot of my um wait do you want to play something before I go into we're that? gonna we're gonna like open the show yeah we gotta make this official folks oh, okay you need okay to let's do down gotta hold on get ready for the intro here we go you're excited you want to give excited. her the rundown here so rundown we're, we're already recording so I, and she's been here before so I feel like she knows the rundown yeah, yeah I'll be I'll be fine she knows the drill she's a professional have you not she's a movie star come on. Well, hey, the beautiful listeners, welcome back inside the sound. I mean, you've already been back. We've already, I mean, there's no cuts here. So we just jump back in to what we were doing. But I just felt the need to make it official, put it on the record. Once the dance party started and went down, I was like, this, this needs to be saved for posterity. Uh, you know, if nothing else. 100%. Yeah. I think so. So welcome back, Rainy Blake. Thank you. Sound. We're so happy I'm, to have you with us. And I'm so happy to have me with me. <laughs> Well, she wherever you go there you are so you better like yourself <laughs> are we already getting deep guys because i'm ready <laughs> are you also i think yeah, we got ready. down so hard the camera was i've definitely messed with the like camera angle over there yeah we were definitely like jamming there that's, that's what happens when you're having a party everything gets <laughs> yeah everything if we would have actually kept going all the way through the song the you know there wouldn't be anything standing in a room that's think. right that's Probably how not. it should be Still setting my microphone again. Goodness, we were all like ready to go, all prim and proper, and then just you know we started getting down. Goodness Why gracious! Not? Wham bam shangalang was not sha la la. So impromptu, Rainy. What is it about your energy that gets us all, uh, you know, in in the the wild and free spirit? I don't know. I don't know. It Maybe it's because I'm wild and free, baby. <laughs> probably, <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> we don't we don't pay our extra to know the catchphrases, guys. We don't. <laughs> cool like that. Yeah, that's right. So we were like really, really, Sorry. you really just going to break over the tea in front of me and not go get me one. That's terrible. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. It's an amate respect. It's a mate. It is. I'm yeah. a mate girl myself. Really? A mate? 
girl? Really? Not a lot of people. Well, maybe it's a thing now. It is a thing now. Oh, it is. Okay. I think more than it used to be anyways. You can get it anywhere. And I also have the original, like Arge the proper Argentinian, like gourd with the straw, you know, have you ever seen Fancy. It? The straw? The straw. The <laughs> straw. <laughs> you know what? Why do we, maybe we can address this right now. This is an I issue maybe, that we're curious about. You're the right person to ask I think about we, this. I think that's right. Um, the phantom R is what I like to call it. Okay. Um, with Australians and English folk, if there's an O or an A, the R automatically appears. Yeah, like no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, it's true. I don't know what, what that's about, but I will say that Americans pronounce a lot of shit weird as well. Like what? Uh, for Wait, example, like what? <laughs> Please. literally everything, but also literally? you say everything wrong. Literally, over there. <laughs> but also something I've noticed is that the the name Aaron and the name Aaron. Mm -hmm. try, try saying both of those names right now. Go ahead. Aaron, Aaron, and Aaron. Correct. They sound the same. They sound the same. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Wait, how do you say it? Aaron and Aaron. Aaron. Aaron and Aaron. Aaron. It's an E, but you guys are both just like Aaron, Aaron. <laughs> In that exact tone. I, I was today years old when I realized that there might even be a different pronunciation to Aaron or Aaron. No, uh, no, no. Aaron you just say it the normal Aaron. way. You guys just say it the normal way and you'll be able to, you'll hear Aaron. it. It's going to be like 10 minutes of Aaron. Like, Aaron. What if Aaron, you're running Aaron, Aaron, Aaron? It's literally the same. You say it. It's, it sounds like the same. Sounds like, if you're running an Aaron, you know, like running an errand. Oh, Aaron is also. Yeah, Aaron. I was thinking of just the names, like the, the female name Aaron and the male name Aaron. Um, I thought that hmm. of, can a male be named Aaron with an E? Isn't that possible? Anything is possible. If you exactly. Believe. I was I mean, about I to say that. <laughs> I don't want to like place it, my own label or judgment so upon it. it you um, mentioned that you're ready to go deep. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. It seems <laughs> like you are a little bit philosophical, maybe more than a little bit. Yes, I would say that that is true. And that. Uh, All right, see you guys. Oh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, yeah. You locked up there. Yeah. Sorry. Free, screen freeze. My bad. Oh, okay. Our bad. Our collective bad. Mm -hmm. You were frozen. You, uh, yeah, it seems like you, you have, you have this desire to go deep. What, what does that come from? Where's, where's the, where's the deep end of that pool go lead to? I wonder. Uh, depression. No, 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 <laughs> no I'm just kidding. I'm you kidding. Know, I'm kidding. I, would, I think I agree. But I'm with also that. not kidding. Yeah. I mean, in some ways. I'm also not kidding. I'm not, I'm not talking about clinical depression where hmm. I, you might consider that you have like an illness. I'm talking about a depression that makes you just think deeply about the world. And sometimes the world is really fucking sad. And sometimes the world does lacks meaning and to rest in the nothingness of that experience. Sometimes you have to get into a depression, like you go down underneath the surface of everything's okay and I'm just surviving and you go a level deeper into what, what does it mean to investigate 
the nothingness of who I am. Why are you in my head, Rain Dog? You know, this is a topic that <laughs> what are you we trying to do to me? actually have a lot of consideration toward. Tell me more. Um, we address that. This idea. Well, I had an existential crisis. Congratulations. Um, about death. Mm-hmm. So, like you say, if if it really is over when you die, then it is kind of difficult to find a, that same meaning in this life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you if you're positive, you're going to live on. It's a little different, I guess. Hmm. Does, do you find solace in the comfort of the possibility of life beyond death? Life beyond death? Or like that you might live on or what's, what's your stance on it? I'm one with the mystery right now. What about you? Ah, Have you come to any conclusion that you'd like to share? The only conclusion I've come to is that there's no conclusion. So uh, I, I, I like, what, yeah, I like what you said about that because I don't know. Most of the time I don't know. <laughs> and there's like a lot of, um, with all kinds of things in my relationships, in my art making, in um, my self healing journey. I, f- I sometimes find if I get really caught up in needing to figure it out and have it sorted out and heal myself now or whatever it might be or solve this problem now, that I, I start to feel a lot of anxiety or dis ease. But when I rest in, like, you know what? I actually don't know. I actually don't know how to best deal with this situation. I actually don't fully know who I am. I actually don't have it all figured out. And there's something that is like quite relieving about that uh, admission. And often the, the admission of I don't know leads to greater understanding. And that's kind of like the paradox of Buddhism or whatever. Is sort of the resting in the nothingness. I've heard it said that worrying is mm-hmm. uh, worrying is hubris because it presupposes that you know everything. Yeah. You know, it's like you're actually not that smart. You actually don't know what's good. What is that old Chinese proverb about the guy, the old man? The, the, the war starts and it's bad, and the sun breaks his leg, and it's, it might be good or bad. I forget. That. I'm butchering the story, but I just you know you never really know what crazy turns it's are good all or bad in your perspective for sure actually it, it it makes me think that we we want to assign labels onto events or things as this was good hmm. this was bad this was good well that was definitely bad instead of just saying it just is part of the experience it isn't really it's all one big half what you what you, the label you put on it yeah it's a nothing's, meaning sign. nothing's good I was just going to say that nothing's good nor bad, but thinking makes it so, as Shakespeare so profoundly said. And it's actually, this is actually this, this topic, and we are going deep straight away, which I love, but this whole idea of meaning making has been something that's really been percolating a lot with me just in my own practice and my own contemplation, because I think it's easy to create meaning out of events, relationships, disappointments that support a negative or a low self-worth belief about yourself. 
Like when you're stuck in those like negative patterns where you're like, oh, I'm just not actually good enough or nobody actually likes me. And then you look for reasons why that's true <laughs> in everywhere because you like your ego is like wanting to feed mm-hmm. itself. But uh, I've really been working on pausing before my mind decides to make meaning that might not necessarily support my highest good and take a minute just to say, is that really the meaning I want to make right now? Because it is my choice. I actually do have a choice. And then sometimes it's just like resting in that non-attachment. And sometimes it's like creating a new meaning. Like I am good enough and wow, I have a a lot to share and um, I'm loved. Period. So squirming here this whole time. The it's, narrative. This whole thing. Changing the narrative. Because I have a question, Rainy. Why okay. do I why do I want to suffer? Like why is it that I seem to not it's like my best art, the best songs that uh, are the best ones that nobody's heard of yet, but they're gonna get recorded, they're gonna be amazing. All those awesome ones that have yet to be heard in public. Why why is it all that good stuff comes out of like me just 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 going through trauma and torment and torture? And why am I so self-destructive and getting these depressive patterns that you so el- eloquently describe and you're so uh, I don't know, you're just you're so calm with your approach the way you explain things it's almost like you, you like a teacher or something i don't know <laughs> that's wow. weird it's almost like i'm a teacher um, a- <laughs> well there was a f- you asked a few questions Dr. then Dr. so what's 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 the core of the question you're trying to ask why is there is there some necessity to suffer for the human experience and also for the artistic experience for the expression do we need this do we need suffering Don't Buddhists think that all life is suffering? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just want to think about how I want to answer this. Um, no pressure or anything like yeah. that. Seems like well, you're feeling a little pressure. All, there. First of all, I'm going to yeah. say, I don't know. <laughs> That's a good answer. You like how and you put secondly, that? That was a pretty deep question there, you know? Secondly, <laughs> I want to say, um, I want to say that here, here are my thoughts on that. And I don't necessarily know if this is true. And there also are no absolute truths. But um, I think that pain is what is comfortable to us because it's what we're used to. You know, we start to get in these patterns of self-destruction or of um, self-sabotage and like cycles of negative self-talk and things like that because that's how we've learned to cope that's like how we've learned to care for ourselves and then it starts to be like oh this is just what's comfortable for me but actually stepping outside of that is super uncomfortable even though it maybe is what's best for you right I have the same thing. I have tons of self-destructive habits that I'm still doing every day. I'm like, I'm a human being. Like I'll eat a packet of chips at midnight and watch Netflix and not go to bed early and be like, why the fuck did I do that? <laughs> you know, I'm indeed. Uh, nighttime I, guy. Nighttime <laughs> guy. Um, nighttime rainy. Nighttime. Got, got the best of okay. you. But, but I'm just, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm choosing and, and working on it. I'm in process and... And then, you know, people often talk about this, like people need to suffer in order to make good art, but you can still do that in a healthy way. You can still go, yeah, the pain is always going to come. They're always going to have hard time. 
shit's going to happen. People are going to die. I'm going to fuck up and make mistakes and hurt people. And like, you can't, there's no way you could control any of that really. It's part of the experience. It's part just fun. called being alive. <laughs> I think uh, control is, is the operative word because we want to control everything instead of oh, just living sure. in the moment and just, you know, life's meant to be lived, not dictated. What is it about control that, that does, like, it's almost like a resistance. Uh, it adds resistance and friction to the experience if I have to control everything. And even a downpour doesn't last the whole day. You know, if, if uh, the, the Taoists say that, I think the Taoists say that uh, if heaven and earth can't sustain a, uh, can't basically sustain a, like a forced action like that, then why are you trying to, you know, control everything basically is my takeaway from that insight about the storms always passing within the day. I love that. You know, and, and really just letting yourself feel instead of just avoiding or distracting or looking at your phone or doing anything. <laughs> but if you actually just hmm. give yourself even just a few moments to be like, ow, that hurts or fuck, I'm angry. Huh. Or wow, there's this deep well of sadness in me. What if I just let that move through me, trusting that it will, trusting that the storm will end. But just like really let it be without hating myself for feeling this way. Or trying to numb myself, whatever, just like and it and almost always it'll just come and go. You know? That that's something that I'm really Oceans are like waves in that way, are they not? Also storms like the breathing is uh it's all about the breath part of it, huh? Yeah. Do you guys think that? Have you even been doing some good breathing lately? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah you, actually. When you learn how to yeah. breathe properly, um, you come to the realization you've been breathing wrong your whole entire life. Okay. Yeah. I will. Can I admit, can I I'll do this and embarrass myself on the record that I was uh, definitely excited, right? To have this conversation, have you come back and, uh, you know, and then technical issues were happening. And then Ryan, my boy over here, he's like, dude, just do, just do a few pushups and breathe basically. And he made me do that. And I did. And I was like, oh my God, I feel so, he's like, do you feel better? I was like, I feel amazing. It feels great. You're like all this, all this oxygen in my body. Yeah. Why does that make you feel so good when you just get your breath and get your body like I guess it is all about regulated breath, huh? and your heart rate and your yeah. what is that well you just also anything that's just going to get you out of your head mm. and into your body and into your experience of the present moment and a really good pathway to that is your breath or moving your body in some way like if you're dancing. just sitting there going oh, like dancing if you're just sitting there going oh, i hate myself i hate this life. <laughs> If you're just sitting still, like, you know, that's anxiety. That's like the yeah, definition of anxiety. <laughs> it's funny that the dancing works too, though. The dancing also was a mood shifter. It was just fun and on the spot. And you're like, oh, yeah. Dance uh, party. Dance party on the, on the spot. Is it's never going to happen. healing things that you could do. If you dance every day, even for five minutes, it's like can change your life. The whole outlook. I do Everything. it in the car when I'm, when I'm uh, singing songs in the car, rock and roll, velvet revolver, that kind of thing. It's probably not, we're pro Ryan and I are probably not going to bust out with the dance part. Or maybe we will. Maybe we will. Just when it's him and me. I don't know. I don't know. We might. Depends. You know, I, with the rock, with the guitar. I'll do I it. found myself yeah. being very stiff <laughs> because I don't dance very often. Uh. What, what is that? That well, getting that weird, like tension, is it just tension that you're getting out of your body? Well, what do you think? 
What do you I, think it is? I'm one with the mystery. I don't know. I like the answering of the that's question. Why asked, the question. That's why I ask questions. That's, yeah. ma- that's what that's what the master level. Well, if you if you did know, if if you want, if we were to just guess, what do you think? Hmm. I think it might be a demonic spirit <laughs> leaving me, and the battle between me and that spirit. And the know? spirit maybe is also known as your fear. Uh. I don't know the name of it. I think I don't know. This is just it's what I've noticed often is that we tense up because we're afraid to let go. Hmm. We're afraid to be seen letting go because we're afraid that people won't like or love us when we do. <laughs> so that's my hypothesis, but it might not be true. And yeah, probably also because you're not used to moving so I'm much. I'm not used to that, yeah. And, and it's kind of vulnerable to like, just really let go like that and be seen in your joy. In the moment, doing the thing, getting down. You know, I so think- we're, So we're like, oh, I'm not having that much fun. Like I'm just having a, you know, you know. <laughs> that uh, has come up a lot when it comes to onstage performance or mm. just performance in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. It's a similar uh, dynamic, emotional dynamic, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the truth is like really shining as bright as you can doesn't diminish other people's shining or make them feel weird or judgy. It actually only inspires them to shine more brightly. I think this is what is missed sometimes because when you generate energy, the, it actually like it ripples outward into the people around you and the people, uh, you know, when you, when you do that, if you, if you, when you're a creator, a creative person, you're putting out some kind of art, you're putting out some kind of positive thing. If you're trying to do whatever, I don't know. I feel like uh, everything we do that we produce is this form of creation from what we say, the language we use, the relationships that we create. It's all a form of narrative in our own heads. You know, how we express ourselves our whole life is a form of art and creation. If you look at it that way and the energy that you put into it ripples outward just like emotions ripple outward, just like the ocean does. And you guys were saying how you don't know what happens after you. I have my guess. I, I, I've been meaning, I'm not just you know, hold on to this for 20 minutes, but I've been dying to remember it. Uh, you know what I think it is like? I think it's like the ocean, how when you take a, because all our consciousness came from one source. So like when you take a, a, a pitcher of water out of the ocean and you pour it into a vase, it's the same water, right? And it's, it's in a different container. And then when that vase breaks or whatever, or it gets too old, that water eventually will find its way back to the ocean. All water will eventually, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it's just like consciousness will find its way back to the source. And I don't know if it's like the memory of your ego gets to be stored in the whole database of master consciousness, the human overmind or what? I don't know. What do I know? These are just guess words. I just, I just think that it's like consciousness is like much like that pitcher being poured back into the ocean. That's what happens when you die. It's like your, your consciousness is mm. being your vessels gone. The light, whatever that thing is in there just moves on back into the ocean that was already there. You know, can't even separate it anymore once it's back in the ocean. And are you talking specifically about death right now? I guess oh. maybe. Yeah. But maybe not. I, I don't know. What's death? We only define death as this third dimension meat vessel thing dying, fleshy robot right, thing dying. Right, right. But like, what does that even mean? We don't, I mean, we're multidimensional beings, right? We live in time, space, and so like death might just be what word we have for when we stop seeing that energy source. 
but um, there's a there's a threshold over where that that entity is still there. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't want to know. I, didn't, I just had to say it though. I didn't, no, that, I love that, that picture thing. I yeah, don't know the picture. Yeah, it just that's one of those things. I mean, uh, people have speculated over death for ages. It just as humans, you want to know. You know, I guess it just we're curious. Totally. And I love that theory. It's beautiful. Um, the idea of consciousness being everywhere all at once. What's the name of the movie? <laughs> Everything everywhere all at once. <laughs> uh, not to transition to movies, but I had to ask you, what was it like? Something I'm curious to see this thing come to fruition, the, the, the project that you had where you wrote the music for the, uh, the IMDb Cooper and you had your, of course, your, your scenes as well. We must say congratulations. Congratulations. Thanks, that guys. We were really excited about this. You mentioned it, you know, way back when we saw it come out. We were very happy for you. Thank you. Yeah, it was amazing, fun, challenging. All the things. I learned a lot and yeah. It, it was really fun to see it out in the world and we're still hoping that it gets picked up by a streaming service. So it's kind of, you know, the, the, the reality of uh, making an independent film, you know, so just happy, just happy that it's out and happy people are watching it and enjoying it and enjoying the music. And yeah. Well, the music kind of makes it for me, frankly, Shut up. It, well, I, you know, but I, I've made this point uh, back on the show before too, about like the, this movies in general, you take your face, take an Oscar winning movie. doesn't matter if you remove the music from it. The impact is completely just, I mean, anyone can see this, but like for sure. Yeah, no, the music was fantastic. And it was fun to see. It was also fun to hear your Americanized uh, Southern accent. That was, that was quite a pleasure. I enjoyed that. Good. I'm glad. I tried my best. I mean, I, stu I studied. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was rather convincing. And so I was like, man, that's, yeah, that's, that's, it was very fascinating to, I'm like, yeah, that's what, but with delivery, you know, that it's something that you rehearse and practice and it uh, was effective. Well, I, I mean, I'm a huge fan of Rita Coolidge, who's the, the musician that I play in the film. And who knows if she'll ever see it, but I'm secretly hoping she does and she doesn't hate me for it. Um, or she likes what, it is, what I do, but I've, you know, I'm really all about research. I mean, just talking about the acting part, but also the music part. Uh, I love doing research and I love you know, I read her autobiography and I watched every single clip I could find of her speaking and what, and, you know, and all listen to her catalog over and over again. It's all I listened to, you know, for a couple of months was just Rita Coolidge. And uh, in tandem with that, after we finished shooting the same thing, all I listened to was music from the, you know, from predominantly the early seventies, because that's when the film is set. And I just listened to, that's all I listened to. And I had to be really, really mindful of, um, the, what I was consuming. If I was listening to too much like modern R and B, for example, which I also really love, you know, need a soul and things like that. My, my, the palette that I was pulling on to, for the writing wouldn't be accurate. <laughs> so it's kind of something people maybe don't always think about is what you're watching, what you're listening, what you're reading all really affects the kind of art that you're making. And when you're making art for yes. something really specific, I don't know, I think it's just important to be extra 
careful about what you're consuming. But I mean, honestly, no complaints because I love the 70s. I mean, it's a lot of what I listen to you know anyway. Yeah, it's it's totally my jams. Was it 1971, right? Yeah. 19, yeah. which was a great year in music. And yeah, so I, I loved it. And um, yeah, it was, it was great. And I have to do also a, a shout out to Eric Grossman, who was my collaborator on, on the music for the film. And he is an incredible composer and he, you know, did most of the scoring for the film. So all the things that you hear kind of uh, underneath, going underneath the scenes. And then a lot of the writing of the songs we would do together, I would do on my own and we'd work on producing sort of together. So he's incredible and he, I was so happy to have him be a part of the project because of course this is the first time I'm doing this and I have so much to learn and I just he was a fantastic friend and mentor and uh so shout out to Eric Grossman shout out shout out so did it go the way you hoped it would was it different than you thought it was going to be was it exactly what you were expecting what part exactly The the process the whole making of process. Yeah, the making yeah. of process. Um, I don't know that I had a whole lot of expectations per se. I think I was just excited to be there. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I think something that is different about working in film and TV than working on your own project is that it's really collaborative. And there are lots of voices in the room and there are lots of people with opinions and there are lots of moving parts when it comes to, yeah, just working in collaboration with folks. So that's something I think I really learned just in terms of um, interpersonally in like a sort of a business sense is how to deal with people, how to make people happy, how to stick to your vision, how to know when to say no, how to know when to say yes, but actually mean no. I mean, there's a lot of sort of (laughs) politics, you know, in in keeping everyone happy and bringing the vision to life uh, in a way that doesn't take away from the integrity of your own vision. And that's something I'm learning is, you know, to know when to be like, this is a good idea and I want to fight for this. And I'm open to this idea changing. Let's talk about it. You know, yeah, how do you have re- both. How do you remove the ego from the idea so that you can champion the ideas on its own merits and not your ego? How do you separate that in your own brain? So, you know, like, is this my ego here, Ryan? Is this, is this my ego or is this your, you know, is it just, is this just riff just the best and you need to just accept it? It's that, that kind of thing. I don't know. Well, Rick like, Rubin, mm. Rick Rubin, who, have you read his book yet? He just came out with a book. No, have not. Anyway, I haven't either. I've just been listening to him talk in interviews and stuff. And this is something he talks about is, you know, oftentimes in the studio, when, when people are submitting ideas for songs, say if it's in a band or something, he, he doesn't want to know who wrote the song. Hmm. He doesn't want to know which guy in the band wrote which song because it's not about, you know, taking care of people's individual egos. It's about making the best art that you can and it being of service to the art and that all ideas are just kind of coming from God, from the universe, from energy anyway. And so why not create the best sort of possible environment for those ideas to come through? So I think there's a bit of an art to it and it is a lot of letting go. (laughs) 
And I also think <laughs> that quantity and uh, being pro like prolific is, is a really helpful way to approach it. So if you're just making a lot of ideas all the time, you're less attached to any one idea because yes. you're just like, oh, they just keep coming. They just keep coming. Here's another one. Here's another one. Here's one from you. You're not, you're not clinging to anything too mm. tightly. Is that the Pareto principle uh, to, to whom that has, uh, much has been given, much will... I don't know. I feel like if you generate, more comes. It seems if you don't like generate, that, that muscle, yeah. that, that, that little creative muscle can die. Seems yeah. like that would be more conducive to being a pure channel for whatever you're trying to do. Oh yeah, Definitely. That, that reminds yeah. me of something you said about uh, just a moment ago about how like it's from God or from whatever. Like if you're not even the one that creates it, it's like really what I am is just the instrument, the channel, the thing that resonates inside of whatever. Maybe even more like an FM radio where you, I'm I'm just the tuner to dial into whatever that frequency is, and then it comes mm -hmm. out through me and my expression. But it's not necessarily something I wrote. It's a it's like an amalgamation of all these melodies and rhythms and things that are in my subconscious somewhere. You right. Know, well, from things that you've been consuming. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I know, and I've noticed this, like the kinds of things I consume absolutely affects my output and what I'm wanting to put out and what I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. The show has affected me in this way. The, the people that have come on have affected me directly in this way. Like I've, I, I don't know, it's weird. Like it's just, I've been so inspired by what we've been doing and like talking to artists and, and meeting people and just, trying to promote people that we find of like mind out there in this, you know, invisible web mm. of, you know, musicians that exist all around this crazy planet. I don't know what I'm trying I to get at that. here. Yeah. I think talking to people and working with people, collaboration in a lot of ways is everything. Hmm. I mean, it's, I love writing on my own, whatever. I, I, I love doing that as well, but to actually, share energy with somebody and write something together or be on stage with you know a band and you're all in this together like it's just the best it's yeah, amazing it the best. it's really special and a collaboration could also be you on stage on your own in collaboration with the audience yeah feedback by the way that's yeah. also a collaboration that is so true i i know i'm so glad you said because people <laughs> I don't believe, I believe everyone is a musician. You said, you okay. said there are no, didn't you say something about there's no truth? I actually disagree. So I kindly believe, I submit to you that all, everyone's a musician because everyone's heart beats in rhythm. Yes. And then, you know, if you have the heart rhythm, you know, that's just jazz, same difference, same thing. And, and I think yeah. also because music requires a listener. So mm. you're a part of it, whether you want to be or not, if you can hear mm. it, you're part of the music. You are the musician because you're listening to it. Like, I know that sounds silly, but like, if you have ears, you're a musician, you know, yeah. if, if you have, if you have hands to, to make a beat, if you have a heart that beats and that's, it's so, that's a truth to me is this, uh, these frequencies and patterns and pitches and tones and, and volumes and things. And when you combine them in these different interesting ways, they have, they make their own meaning. The meaning isn't just a, like how fast you can get through the piece of music, otherwise music would be two seconds long, you know, or whatever, the TikTok version of whatever music would be. But like, it's it's not about playing the fastest. It's not the metal band who can play the fastest either, right? It's yeah, not the, it is. It's all about shredding <laughs> on the guitar. <laughs> you know? Yeah, totally. Everybody, everybody's an artist. Energy. Everybody's a musician. Energy. I mean, yeah, hundred percent. We all have it inside of us. We all have a voice. We all have an instrument living inside of us that we use every day. Yeah.
The voice. So the voice is a walking instrument. Yeah, we, we, the we most potent instrument words. ever, really. These words actually are, have meaning because they point to something else. Like water has uh, meaning. Do your it, words have meaning? Maybe. Uh, but Alan Watts said <laughs> water has meaning, right? Because it points to the, but the actual drinkable substance is just water. You know, it's just, you drink it. It's not like a word is just a map to reality. Mm. The mm. words are not the reality, but it is a form of. Well, we talked about creation. that. Remember? It, there are different languages, but we've labeled it. We're just making noises. Your label. We're, that's all we're doing. Yeah. We're just making noises. We've just labeled the noises. With letters you know? and numbers. <laughs> yeah. Letters and numbers. Pretty much. We love to make meaning. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's little yeah. meaning making machines is what we are. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, this is another thought I had earlier in the conversation that I should, cause it's like, you know, Ryan, you mentioned about like life after death and things. And oh boy. for me, like the meaning is in the uniqueness. I like, of can a, I just interject with? No, you may not. We start with the most heavy possible <laughs> topics right off the bat. We start with the like, dance death. party. How dare you? That's uh, true. We started yeah. with. Hey, like, Rainy, how's it going? It's death. been a I let long time. Rainy dive so in the deep end death. before I brought up the movie or anything. I swear. I just I wanted to get into the the, the zone, the I mind doubt. zone that we're in. And then I was like, okay, I'll talk. I want. I mean, I was excited about the movie, um, but I I'm excited about. Talk about this here's the thought i had so okay maybe there's just like look at should the, we reach into the mailbag whenever you're ready yes Listen, let me finish uh, i'll complete the okay. thought so rainy what i was thinking is that like and ryan not just rainy you too bro one time i'll speak to you yeah you notice how he's like <laughs> so rainy uh forget about this guy I actually am talking to you, man, because this is your seem like this is it seems like you 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 contemplate this. And I think that, okay, the beauty of a like a one of my favorite flowers that exists is on the saguaro cactus. I don't know if you know anything about saguaros. It's my favorite one of my favorite plants. They're giant ancient creatures that lived hundreds of years and they bloom in, in May. And it's the most beautiful flowers you've ever seen. And they they're so temporary. Mm. You know, that's part of their beauty is they mm. only exist for a season and then they, they fade away. Mm-hmm. Um, we're temporary. We're like mayflies. How we're like, you? you know, we're, we're, our lifespan is just like that. So like, I think what's beautiful about us is the fact that we're like these beautiful bright sparks that just like evaporate into nothingness mm-hmm. after just, if you look at it from the, from the lens of the eons of time. So, so let me ask you this then, because when I started thinking about this stuff, it made me a little less reckless. Less reckless? Like I'm not going to be going 125 miles per hour on the freeway anymore. 120? But Jesus. But He's nuts. The thing is, He's nuts. though. He's wild, man. If, if you say it like that, then maybe part of, I'm not the, only part one of the beauty is going 125. Well, yes. you can. It's a weird dichotomy. It, it's not that hard, Ryan. All you have to do is just go somewhere where you can legally go 125 and also be safe about it. Don't kill yourself and others don't do dangerous stuff around other people that could, you know, affect them and their children. Do something crazy like and, that. And, uh, you know, I'm just saying, I mean, I am a parent, bro. I'm just, I would appreciate if you, Man, I haven't said this in a while, speed. but back to the start. <laughs> he's, he's just, you're, you're an adrenaline junkie. You no, know, actually, uh, I definitely am also a speeder. So like, I get it, dude. I, I, I think, uh, yeah, I know, man, right. You drive so crazy. It's a <laughs> 
<laughs> then, then, the I, last time. then I'm with him and then I like, I'm Drop, like, awesome. You're driving drop crazy gear, too. Like gear. Yes, no, Nobody no. likes being in the passenger seat. Let's just be real. No. Are you, you like a safe control. driver? You seem like a safe driver. I don't know. Me. I don't trust Rainy. that Rainey's a safe uh, driver. No, I don't look, believe I, that she is. I, I, like, I, can, I like to drive fast, but I won't go faster than 80 on the freeway, but I'll go 80 consistently, you know, and if people are going 60, I'm like, get the fuck out of my way. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Real okay. so, coming out. But, but I, I just, I, I, my mind is just like, I'm always thinking three steps ahead. So I'm always like looking ahead. Where can I overtake that person? And, you know, um, so you don't so, want to be held up because so you're on a mission. But I can be, you know, I'm not like reckless, but I, I just think quickly. And this is how my mind works. I think maybe being okay in the moment. Hmm. And, and I don't know. Cause I also don't think, you know, how people tell you to be safe. And my immediate response is always like, don't tell me I live my life. I want to stay Fuck dangerous. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm going to stay dangerous. Thank you. Cause this is how I live my life. Don't tell me how to live my life. <laughs> I said that to a lady once. And then we said, she, we, we parted ways. And then she says, stay dangerous. I was like, that's, that's dang right. Uh, <laughs> I just, I think that, you know, that's there's gotta be every time someone says, have a nice day. I pretty much don't, don't tell, tell me how to live my life. life. Yeah. That's the correct response. I just yeah. think that, uh, there's gotta be, I mean, there's meaning in, in life having a, uh, whatever, a time stamp on it. That, that it's like, why, why not do the things that you were meant to do? Why, why resist or, or try to control anything other than just being what you are supposed to be? Why not? Well, know the, your art this is interesting out. to me. This is interesting because, because, you know, Marianne Williamson, who's amazing and also running for president against it this year. Anyway, a whole other discussion, Politics, um, huh? but no, we're not going there. Um, but, but, you know, she says like people aren't afraid of um, their smallness. They're afraid of their greatness. Hmm. So we walk around all kind of apologizing with our heads down because we're scared of actually what is what's possible for us which is much scarier than, you know, our own sort of failing. And doesn't the herd kind of want to keep, have you keep it down too? Isn't there a little that bit paradigm in a lot of places nurtured in certain cultures and don't like, it's not okay to become a star. Like you kind of just sit in the back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, like you say, keep your head down. Oh, not this isn't for no, you. We don't, right? don't want to. Yeah. So as much, and I think, you know, being your full self and finding ways every day to be courageous and to step forward instead of step back and, you know, with, you know, with love and respect with for everybody and yourself at the same time, you know, you're not egoic about it. Um, but, but that's kind of the path to evolution for all of us is realizing our, I kind of hate the word potential because that's the kind of rubs me the wrong I way. I love that word. Why does it rub you the wrong, wrong way? way? I don't, it just feels very capitalist. Um, capitalist? <laughs> it's just like, do better, be better, make more money, do the thing. And just like, just chill. Just, just step into your fullness, I think is more what it is. We're already full and whole. We're already reaching our potential just as we are. You don't have to push and try to prove and earn your wholeness. You're already whole. You're already you validated. Just, yeah, you, you can are. just step into that every day more and more, relax into who I am and with with courage and grace and presence and just you know all of it underneath it all has to be i'm worthwhile i'm good enough mm. you know i love myself if you don't have that then you're in trouble so it seems like uh, that's important to you seems like i have some uh potential pushback get it potential 
Uh, <laughs> all day long. Love that. No, Love I just, that. I think potential can have, I mean, if I say that I'm not maximizing my full potential, I know what that means. You know what I mean? For me. And I don't know. Uh, I, I, I kind of do get what you're saying about it feels a bit cap, capitalist. Cap, capitalist. I don't want to say the kappa, word. Kappa, 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 capitalist. Ah. Um, it does feel a little bit slimy in that salesman way. But I also think that potential can have way more meaning than just monetary. Uh, when I say I'm not living yeah. up to my full potential, it might be my emotional potential as a human no, being. Yeah. I, I'm not talking about. I'm not talking moment. about money. I'm talking about the yeah. system that we live under, the capitalist system that we live under, that says you're not enough as you are, and you have to work harder to become, mm. you know, good enough to live in the society. It's not really about money. It's just about. I know exactly. It's about you your productivity mean. for it's, the group. You're, you're yeah, coming, you, yeah, yeah, exactly. You're coming at it from. From lack from the beginning, yes. like you're expected, but you're not lacking anything. You have everything you need already. Well, there's right. the di- there's this dichotomy which is ever present, which is can I be okay with where I'm at and still desire to be more? And can I hold both of those things equally and tenderly, you know, at the same time? So I'm not going, you oh can. God, I, I wish I was more. I wish I was more. It's not okay where I'm at, or it's okay where I'm at, so I don't need to be more. Right? Neither of those approaches really work. You kind of. I feel like you're dancing with both constantly you're coming home to yourself. I love myself and you're going, and I know what's possible and I want to keep going. And Society both. needs more of that. It's worth. The ability to hold two semi opposing ideas in your brain and they can coexist and it's okay. It's like, hard to do. It's so hard. I wish hard things were black and white sometimes, but they're really not. <laughs> no, not at all. No yeah. wants is uh is time consuming and energy draining and uh yeah holding two conflicting views in your head at the same time is actually really mentally straining too that's why no one does it yeah exactly it's so hard and it's something that's kind of present for me in my relationship right now too so this is kind of hitting hitting something in me in a deep way because you know you want to love somebody and you want to and you have to let them go at the same time you know you gotta otherwise let them go well, I just mean like, I don't want to get too into this because whatever, but save something for yourself, Rainy. Um, no one's going to hear this. I mean, that's true. That's if they listened up to this point, like that's just creepy. Um, no. <laughs> Come back next week, folks. We'll be here next week. on this no, one nonsense. Yeah, but I think it's just like you want, you want to love somebody wholly and completely without expectation. Yes. Right. You know, you got to let them be who they you are. Hope. You want And that is hard. Like, but I want to keep you. I want to hold you. I want to hang on to you. But you can't. You can't do that. That's codependency. <laughs> so anyway, that's maybe by being the most. That's a weird dynamic. Yeah. Like yourself being the most you that you can be. What happens instead is that you can attract the person that's most in alignment with with who you actually need to be. And that, that person reveals themselves in your life. I think that's the key. I think that's the key to everything. Can I be me to the fullest and, mm. and feel great about that all the time with the people I'm with? I think that's, that's the core. Of it. And does this person make me feel more like me or less like me? You know, 
does this person see me with that same light of mind's eye of potential that I see myself with? Potential. Yeah, there's that potential. It's okay. I'm I'm okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. I know. But um, we keep coming. We've come back to that so many times. Like our only job is to be the best version of ourselves. Mm -hmm. Everything else will take care of itself. We do that. Yeah. And I, I think of go go please. I'm just go gonna ahead. say that the word best. <laughs> I, uh, I have a problem with a lot of words for some reason today. How about ideal but version? Ideal version. Yeah, they're like, the same lines. It's tricky. I think like, and I, I like the phrase, just do your best. It's like, I like that. Like, but the word best implies that like, there's some perfect right way to do something. Or like a ranking system. Where yeah, it doesn't exist. It doesn't, that yeah. feels a little yeah. bit weird, right? And that's not, that's not the connotation in my brain when no, I say no, that. No, no, yeah. no. Neither for me, but I'm just noticing like, huh. I wonder what would be. Is the there an alternate word that would be better? Yeah. How can you? What's a bit? Let's figure this out now. Okay. So moving forward, what's a, what is? See, I like saying maximize my full potential because then we say the what's the best way to say this. So that's kind what of is the best. I mean, give, give it your all, maybe, or something like that. But it doesn't quite capture it in the same way. Yeah. We'll have We're to think. We'll ask. Let's ask the listeners. They can. They can write in. The mailbag. Did you? Did think. you say you had a mailbag question? Yeah, someone had a question <laughs> for you. Really? For who? Uh, for, who? for our guests? Yeah, for uh, Rain Doggy Dog. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, let's hear it. <laughs> um, I did also want to to mention your music. Uh, one of your recent tracks, I uh, very much enjoyed. Thank you. Um, closer. It has, it had three of the things I think are necessary for an awesome song. Okay. Which is, uh, the melody was pleasant. Melody was pleasant. The Good. chorus was very singable. Good. And it had a notable lead guitar part. So checked all the boxes. I, I like, thank you for sharing. That means a lot. Yeah, that Checks was Ryan's box. Those were all important things. And I also love the with the guitar part. Also, fun fact, that is an electric guitar and also an organ going through a fuzz pedal. Hmm. <laughs> that is a fun fact. Isn't that fun? So it those fun. if you listen again, you can kind of hear it's like they're both playing the that that uh, that riff together. I like fuzzy organ sounds. That I mean really that's Beautiful Speaking listeners, go listen to that. Cut me deep with the fuzzy organ. Yeah. Noise. Noises. But uh, yeah, I just let you know that way. Please. Thank do. you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that was a fun one. We're about to go back into the studio again uh, and record some new songs. So I'm hoping to get. It's fucking hell, it's already March. I don't know how that happened, but uh, <laughs> I'd like to release yeah. at least four songs this year. So once uh, we get in the studio next week, it'll probably be. Beginning of May, the okay. next one will be out, and then hopefully once a month till the end of the year. We'll just try our best. Once a month, you're you ambitious. Hey, okay, okay, once every you six got weeks. This. Once okay, every once every six. I mean, I, no, Keep I want you to be ambitious. The, uh, now I'm I know trying you, to encourage you to be. You ambitious. have to let the song be what it's meant to be. It's just true. pull the thread, you know. Yeah, but. If you can work in a strong guitar part, I would strongly encourage that. He All would strongly right. like to, to submit his resume for his consideration for studio time is what he's saying. Okay, basically. copy that. Copy that. I'll keep, that, I'll keep that guy. in mind. 
This guy knows his stuff, apparently. <laughs> Loki, Loki pitches. I love the, the Loki marketing, that, frankly, that Ryan's. I was just love saying it, I like guitar, and if yeah. there's more guitar, I like guitar, too. Advertising. I like guitar, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm guitar down skills. for it. I'm down for it. So are you up for a question from Let's hear some it. rando out there? So they don't have a name? This is from Cole. Okay. Miss Blake. I don't know why they addressed you as That's Miss creepy. Blake. Yeah, it's kind of weird. That's odd, right? <laughs> what am I, like a 19th century? Like I don't know. It's weird. Earl of Gloucester? I, I almost wasn't going to say that because I'm like, that's a little odd. Right? <laughs> Miss Blake? You know, ready in the dining hall? And, and I will say this. There were a couple of questions, and they all made absolutely no sense to me and felt very random, but I'm going to read it. I have a question for Ms. Blake. Can I get more of your English accent, please? Because that's just fun. <laughs> that's just fun. That's just fun for me. All right, here we, we can go. talk like this the rest of the evening, if you prefer. Oh, brilliant. That's Miss Blake. Okay, let's hear it. Again, this is very, I don't know uh, what to think okay. of this question. All right, I, all right, let's hear it. On a scale from 1 to 10... How well do you fold laundry? <laughs> what? What? Is there something I don't know about here? <laughs> Is there something we're missing here with okay, this? Okay, I don't know. This could be it. I did make a TikTok a couple of months ago. <laughs> this is really obscure where I was talking about like the pile that you, the, you know, you, that accrues the after you've done laundry and it's just like, a, you, you don't fold you. But then I had another TikTok that I shared, which was that, oh my God, I folded my laundry right after doing it. It's a Christmas miracle. Um, so perhaps it's referring to my very stupid and dumb TikToks. Uh, but if not, I would say, how am I, how good am I at folding laundry? If that means they, quickly, it was on a scale from one to 10, I guess they wanted to know. So I'm curious how to answer that because does it mean like literally the folding portion or like the, the, the quickness of I, how quickly I, there so, was no further detail. Sounds like a subjective yeah, there was no further detail. interpretation. I'm going to say six. I'm going to say six. Okay, so not super confident. But I like, know, it's like five. Slightly better than average. Five is, five is average or yeah. like slightly above. I would average. say that's probably accurate. Yeah, slightly above average, but. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> wow, these so, questions are hard hitting. That's, that's yeah, basically hey, man, cool. That was my favorite moment of the whole dropping, show. Like up to, from 2020 to now, up through now, I think that might have been my favorite moment, frankly. Easily, it was great. Thanks for being easily. here for this. Yeah, yeah you're welcome. Great. This is historic. <laughs> great question. Was, yeah. that was that it? That's it? Just, just Great mailbag. Man, we've got a yeah. fantastic... You know, it's, it's really the, you beautiful listeners that, that make up, you know, just thank you. Miss Blake. Yeah, Miss Blake. Yeah. You, you didn't seem to care for that. <laughs> The Ms. Blake thing? Yeah. Oh, question. Was it Ms. or was it Miss? Ms. Was it, was it M M-S or was it M-I-S-S? How do you pronounce it? M-I-S-S. Okay. See, that I have a problem with. <laughs> wait. Really? What's the wait, difference there? Explain. Seems, help. I understand. doesn't seem like a very uh, minute detail there. No. So, here's the thing. Men are always Mr. Doesn't matter if you're married. If you're single, it, it doesn't matter. It's all the same. Nobody's rating your worthiness or sense of power or privilege in the world on based on your relationship status. But for women, 
we have two distinguishing things, which is Mrs., which means that you're married, and Miss, which means that you're a young maiden who doesn't know anything. But in the 1970s, I think, they came up with this term, Ms., which is also just Ms., Ms., I don't know how the fuck you say it. Ms.? Um, Ms., Ms., I think, kind of like a Z sound, which is just, is just any old woman at all. It doesn't matter. If you're married or if you're single or if you're divorced. So you don't like the association of this young woman that hasn't accomplished anything? No, no. I just think I I just think I have an issue with the patriarchy. (laughs) I thought this whole time that the reason for the miss and missus thing was just for the dudes to know, you know, which ones were married or not. I thought, is that what it's for? What about for the women to know if the men are married or not? You look at their left hand or whatever. You guys have... If there, if there was a if there were a similar sorting like on the ring for the men too in other words if we have did a verbal ring thing with the mister if it was like mister or mer or i don't know what's another version of I we just gotta come up with it, one i don't think it matters i just think it'd no. be nice if we were all just it just people yeah humans it's, it's just that an innate like assumption with with that use of language that women are somehow like not not as good as men or or their worth is determined on who they're with or not with. It's funny how what labels can do, right? Like it can imply those yeah, things. I've increasingly become, you know, a person that doesn't like labels. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I just, I yeah. don't, I don't see the point. What are you, a hippie? You uh, believe in Wait, disillusionment? It- and- so I, I just say I, I don't like labels and you're like, quote, are you a hippie? Yeah, yeah literally, that's a label. A, you a, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's also, I'll put another label on it. There are other labels that he gives it's me too that, that you have to bleep out if you want to play Just out. try to make people laugh. Um, it, it is a show. It's working. People are laughing. I, I agree. I mean, I'm laughing, which is really all that... that uh, Seems like I'm you feel very strongly about... Yeah, no, for real. Um, I don't know. I just... I think it's good to question stuff because we take a lot of things for granted and we're just like, oh, that's just the way the world is. That's just the way a thing is. But it's like, well, what is it? What does it mean? Here we are back to meaning. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Amen. it's just, it's just thinking about how can we dismantle the systems that have created systems of oppression, racism, sexism, imperialism, um, classism like all the things that the structures that are in place in the world that are just good to question and think about and not just go oh it's just how it is i feel I very strongly can, about what you just said I, yeah so do yeah, i that's i think one of the, the answer problems is not asking why the answer might be with um a real human reconnection with nature and with um I'm sorry. I just want to admit to you publicly Nature. that I will now only say the word that way because of you. So moving forward. Nature. Boy, she does have just, plants back there. Which I, we, yeah, I know. I noticed the plants. I was like, nature. Oh. Uh, if so, anyone's a hippie here, it's me. <laughs> um, yeah, you talk about Buddhism earlier. What the heck? This is great. Yeah, no, playing um, your, your, your rock guitar. What you, yeah, and your music and your, and your creativeness. Um, I just, I think that... Uh, what was I actually trying to say before I, I did get distracted by the plants and the nature? I just, maybe psychedelics. I don't know. I, okay, I don't think I just doing drugs. Let me, just, let me, I'll finish my thought. Oh, you remember it. Okay. Sorry for cutting you off, sir. Uh, no, I so just, we really, <laughs> I, I don't think just like doing wild drugs is the answer, but I think our ancestors well, um, <laughs> probably developed so basically consciousness what he's saying is under circumstances. When we try to break the record for the longest podcast ever recorded and we do mushrooms, would you like to do mushrooms with us live on air? Wow. Yes. Wait, what? 
Really? The answer is yes. <laughs> really? I was not. Why not? You were not planning. That's a great idea. How many it's grams? Fantastic it, content. How many did it? Uh, a the, heroic the dose. Heroic dose. Yeah, I don't know about grams. that. I would heroic do. I would much. do a micro or a small. There you um, go. But yeah, no, mushrooms are great. Psychedelics are great. Drugs are great. Um, what I'm, I mean, though, I'm very pro drugs. It's not just the drug, though. I, I don't. I'm not. Ab- I'm not advocating. Okay, as I hold on. How come you can't? I'm not say advocating that for more drugs. Canceled, okay. Uh, Here's what I'm advocating. Here's I, what I'm advocating. I'm advocating for a human. Hold your thought. Like, he's re- he's going to get this thought out, guys. This, this is a runaway Go train ahead. here. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. One or the other, Ryan. I'm advocating, beautiful <laughs> listeners. I'm advocating for like a reassessment of like. <laughs> How we even approach anti-establishmentarianism? How we even approach like what an adult has the right to say about their own consciousness? I think I should have the right as an adult to determine what my consciousness is doing, and I don't think I need a government to tell me that I can't go through a therapy session with some shaman and, I agree and with do that. an ayahuasca session in, in Central America if I have to, because I can't do it here in the U.S. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know. I, that's my that's the point I'm trying to make. I think re. Like when you talked about structures, right? Patriarchy and all these other things. That's what they, these things do under the right set and setting. These things help us remove these boundaries and allow us to reconsider things with new perspectives so that you can reconsider the, the, the structures and all this. This is the right clip. That was my. No, no, that's, that's not it. This is it. Can we get an all right now that? <laughs> can we get an amen? Get an all what right now? What did you say about consciousness and all that? The, the, the government doesn't the government doesn't want to allow right the government doesn't want to allow thank uh, you for that now uh, i want to say about that that i mean even look at the languaging the war on drugs yeah nixon in the, just kidding was it nixon was it nixon wasn't clinton it was nixon. anyway um, they extended Reagan and then they all they, they, just, all, they, all, they all fucking doing it the industrial complex they want to create I mean it feels like they want to create a, a negative association with something that yes can be negative but isn't always an entirely a negative thing in fact it can be a beautiful eye-opening consciousness raising thing which is the very thing the government doesn't fucking want us to do they want to keep us a sheep they want to keep everybody in line working in the fucking factories uh, not questioning society keeping people in these camps of left versus right so they think that they're separate so they think that they're fighting each other instead of the fucking system rainy, uh, rainy what if we realized, drop a mic what if we realized <laughs> that we could reach wholeness and and humanness oneness with just like what we had inside of us amen sister what if what if we I could like, like not need all that external stuff and be okay with what well, the thing we is, are like you say people internally. become slaves to the minutia of daily life and the they stop thinking so it's like like you said i'm doing this because this is what people do so I, it's this yeah. weird i'm just doing it because this is what i'm supposed to do and like you say people never stop and ask why are we doing things this way well it's, i don't i don't want to turn this conversation into a vaccine conversation, obviously. Do and, it, do it, do but it. Just to be, just to be clear, I got vaccinated and I'm generally like pro medicine, pro science and all that kind of stuff. But the fact that people were so ready, myself included to do something because they were so deeply afraid and they just, everyone was like, yeah, let's just get vaccinated. Everyone should get mm. vaccinated. We should have mandates, keep people out of the country, put people Fear in jail, ostracize people if they Fear don't want to do it. Yeah. It, yeah. it, it doesn't sit well with me. 
and the fact that people weren't questioning it and were just believing everything they heard on even NPR. Emotional reactions. I mean, what it, it means like. to be liberal now is fucking creepy. <laughs> Fear <laughs> it's is a weird. <laughs> Fear is a very potent tool. So, so potent. I, yeah, like I said, I don't, I don't want to cause controversy because it, it's a really, it's a really delicate and tender subject for people because we've all been through a lot of collective trauma, which creates responses based on trauma and continuing the cycle of trauma. So I have a lot of empathy and compassion for the lived experience that we've all had the last three years. Doesn't that give and us an opportunity? We got a question. We got a question. We. Uh, we just we have to and it's uh, you know I, I just i hope that the conversation can continue to happen and unfold in a way that isn't fuck you you didn't do it or fuck you you did it you know yeah. it's like agreed but i have hope rainy i have hope because we have all been through that collective trauma there is an opportunity here to relate to each other Again, across the world in you ways find that yourself in an extreme you're probably wrong because the truth is always somewhere in the middle unless it's, it's the so band true. extreme Oh yeah, because, three sides uh, to every story, right, yours, correct. mine, and the truth. All hail Nuno Betancourt. Or it's the band Yes, which is also a clear choice. <laughs> yes, clearly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh. Man, why do you got to be so controversial, Rick yeah, Dog? Yeah, what's up with all this... Uh, I, I'm on one today. I don't know. I'm, I'm feeling jazzed you're up. You're dialed in. Yeah, you're ja jazzed in. up, huh? Started with the uh, she said jazz, said jazzed up, I'm pretty sure. Said I did up. say jazzed up. A great phrase. Yeah. I, Fantastic. That's yeah, an, like an old-timey That's phrase, really right? old-timey, yeah. Very old-timey <laughs> phrase. I'm an old soul. Um, can see that. Yeah, and... and uh, but we you need can? some of those. What does that even? I think. Uh, I mean, I think it's yeah. why. Why maybe we resonate, and why you were at least willing to come back and chat with us because we wanted. We like the deep end. We wanted to have this this conversation. We wanted to not have a filter. And we, yeah, we, we um, uh, we've had the opportunity to talk to a lot of lovely people, and the people that we had the most fun with were like, you know, why don't we? Why don't they come back? I love it. I'm so happy to be back and. It's good, it's good to talk about. I thought that was my phone. This that is a drive-by in uh, Greenox place. Yeah, I was like, what? like a mothership <laughs> showed is outside your door. To I thought it was. Yeah, there was. I think that's like a chainsaw or something going on outside. Um, what was I? You don't have to say? tell us what you're building out there. It's fine. We don't need to know. It's secret. <laughs> secret. That's uh, why the door is closed, right? Because what goes on exactly? Yeah, yeah. In new studio. Hush, hush. <laughs> exactly. Mm. What else? <laughs> what else? What, what else? else? What else um, do the beautiful listeners? So you're down, you're going to do mushrooms with us then? Is what oh my God, I'll that's do amazing. mushrooms. I, I did some the other night. It was great. You know, you did want to mention uh, soft spot. You did want to take it. Oh, you know, I you, you, had, a, you had a thought yeah. about that, Michael? I just, okay, I did. Thank you for reminding me, Ryan. That's kind of you. Uh, when I saw that you started doing that, I got really excited because I just think it's, uh, well, I don't know, you seem to be the kind of person, especially because I know you teach and things that you want to develop and you want to give back to the community. It just seems like a really cool thing that you're up to that's like featuring songwriters and, and I don't know, I'm just really kind of excited about it and I want you to talk about how it kind of came up and, and what's, what's going on with that. 
It's amazing. I'm so proud of my night and also the community that we're building, you know, because now we have a showcase, we have a songwriters group, we have, we're, we're starting up a second like educational group as well. So it's, it's building and growing. And yeah, we had a soft spot just a couple nights ago here in LA at Gold Diggers, which has been our home for, for soft spot for about a year and a half now. And it was packed and people were loving it. There's this warmth in the room and all the art artists are amazing and it's just super special and like you said it feels really in alignment with my soul's kind of purpose and what I'm here to do I'm just happy to hear my heart is just like every time I'm there I'm just like yes this is it this is it I uh, submit to you Rainy sounds like it's something we've got a I submit to you Rainy that some of that warmth in that room is created by you the fact that you're the one there and uh it, it anyway when i saw that that was going down i was like that's exciting and uh i'm, I'm really happy that it's this is great. just been a thing now and we we have this uh songwriters accountability group now as well which is a 10-week program you can sign up for anybody anywhere in the world it's all online except now we're doing an in-person la version where we have some guest speakers and workshops and things like that that oh, go cool. along with it and then and then i had one of our people in our group now is doing like one-on-one sessions with me where we're working on songwriting and taking care of yourself and singing and uh it's kind of a combination between therapy and a singing lesson uh and it's so it's fantastic it's all kind of like bleeding into each other in a way that feels like really easeful why does this conversation with you feel like a combination of therapy and entertainment it does it's it very me way. it's this very, is very me. your energy dr hey. dog yeah <laughs> dr dog he says i love that that's great that's 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 a reach but i like it um yeah but it's definitely i i thought that actually early on too because it's how we because you were like ready to go like let's do deep end stuff let's be philosophical to just start and then, so about know. death yeah let's get yeah, into and death we got and right into it. And trauma the meaning of life yeah. I think, yeah, you know, how much you charge for the therapy session with the mushrooms? Is that is it extra or okay? I, I've done. never done that, but no. I, I mean, the shaman I would, thing. I'd be open to that. That would be interesting. Let's get psychedelic. <laughs> Let's get psychedelic. Well, I'm wondering, yeah, what else? I mean, is uh, is have we? Where where are you guys? The, where, where where are you? It's under it's undetermined. It's undisclosed. It's a undisclosed location in the desert. It needs a green screen. Is what we is what it needs. Um, uh, Arizona, the desert, Tucson, Arizona. Tucson, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Very cool. Well, I'm thinking about, I'm going to revive my Joni Mitchell show. I do this one woman show about Joni Mitchell where I play her and sing her songs and uh, have a great Canadian accent in case you're wondering. And uh, I'm thinking my goal is to take it on the road uh, second half of this year into next year. I'm doing a couple of shows for the Hollywood Fringe Festival and I'm hoping to get some backers to come and give me some money to help make it happen and take it all around the States. So that I'd love to come and play in Tucson and, you know, it's part of my long-term vision. What? Yeah, we'll uh, we'll be there. Definitely. If if you're if you're here, we'll be there. If that makes sense. That's a vision I think that we can uh, we can see as well. It would be cool. Nice, awesome. That's that's what I'm up to next. Anyway, that's kind of my way of saying here's what I'm up to next. Uh, live music. Show. We love yeah. live music too. That's awesome. Live performances. Just... I remember, yeah, Joni Mitchell being a big inspiration for you. So. so 
Can I, you do I the Canadian very... accent? That's one of my favorite <laughs> accents, actually. You'll have boat. to wait and come and see the show. Although oh, there's okay. some clip, there's some clips on YouTube where I, where I do it. Um, a boat. That's one I A boat. Hockey. Yeah. A. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I really do want to. Uh, in yes, the whole so the whole show is Canadian accent, huh? Is that that's right? It goes for yeah. about an hour. It's set in 1976, so it's right up until and including the album Hajira, which came out that same year. Great album with Jacob Pistorius and Pat Metheny and a lot of heavy hitters. Oh, and wow, she was okay. really getting into jazz, and so it's up until that time in terms of her catalogue. She's uh, and yeah, so it's it's like you're at a gig with. Joni Mitchell in the seventies is kind of the, the the vibe of the piece. Seventies again, yeah, there it is again. It's my That's obsession. It's my obsession. There are some awesome, a lot of awesome music, a lot of awesome pop culture. Yeah. Still resonates. Nineteen seventy-one. Corvette later. is one of my favorites. Yeah. What was that? 1970 Corvette. 1971 Corvette. Oh, look, it's a car. One of the most beautiful cars. Yeah. Okay, cool. Anyway, do you like it? She's totally not impressed by your car. I don't care about cars. Doesn't care about the car at all. (laughs) That's fine. But that's fine. You, you, it's, yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to yuck on your yum. Well, when I think of the seventies, that's one of the things I think of are the Corvettes from the seventies. So yuck, anyway, yuck your yum. Yuck yes. your yum, huh? Wow. What's going on? Yeah. There's like some serious construction. Well, it's, work been, it's been fun, right? Don't be. It, flew it has by been today. really fun. It did fly by. Yeah. Thanks for taking the time out of your busy schedule. And, uh, Sorry, that noise. Okay, it stopped. Are you safe? Um, like, are, are you I'm safe? okay. The doors are locked. Uh, no, this has been so fun. Thanks for having me on. This has been great. I'm wondering if uh, one last thing we can ask of you. Uh, we, you've already been so open and so uh, really no filter here tonight, but is there any other burning, passionate words of wisdom that you might be willing to, to share with our beautiful, our beautiful listeners? I think it's just to be kind. Hmm. It's just to be kind uh, to yourself and to the people you come into contact with. It's that's it. That's my final. That's my sign off. Be kind. Well, uh, I think that's great advice. I think that uh, that will stand the test of time. I think, I think it will, and it rhymes with time and, and rhyme fuck yeah uh, and uh <laughs> fuck yeah uh fuck ryan yeah. what about you bro i mean you you've got uh quite a bit of wisdom in that noggin i'm just wondering if you have any words of wisdom you'd like to share with our, our beautiful listeners let's just be wild and free baby let's just be wild and free baby that's what we can call this episode <laughs> <laughs> Uh, folks, <laughs> wild and free, baby. Uh, please, if you're not already following uh, Rainy on social, uh, you're doing life wrong. Go check out her stuff, her music, the and movie. Uh, yeah, all the things. Oh, uh, yeah. Bye. You know, you love me, everybody. Bye. Bye, listeners. Bye. Bye.
and scene.